So, what book, movie, or television show has shaped your career the most? In relating to Bolt, or in relating to... To, like, how it could be money-related, it could be the way you live your life, it could be how you run your business based on maybe a movie you saw or somebody you looked up to or a story, I don't know, something like that, or a book or... Some people read like, watched, you know, Rich Dad Poor Dad or you know one of those kind of. Oh, books. I I have read a lot of those, um, a lot of all his authors and stuff. Um, I would say the the ten X, um, or I would say the, there was one about fear and overcoming fear. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, I also think Malcolm Gladwell has a lot to do with how I perceive merchandising. And so I've read all of his books, uh, Blank, The Tipping Point. Yeah. Um, uh, Those are all good. Really I would good. say all that really his podcasts are great. Um, but I would say probably to answer your question, Malcolm Gladwell is probably... <laughs> a big contributor to how I run my business or how I think about my business mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. how I go at things at a little bit different way than other people. Like I look at, like with bulk, I always try to look at what is the most I can sell this item for and what is my age group that I'm trying to hit. I'm trying to hit the biggest age group and I'm trying to have an item that I get for the cheapest and what is the highest I can sell it for. And let's find that, you know, that um, supply and demand kind of um, point. That's smart, especially with both with demographics, you know, it's like, and and I struggle with that too, with the the claw machines, because we ended up completely changing the product that was in one of our boba shops, because we went back to the boba shops and we had in there like fidget poppers and, you know, like all those kinds of toys and, and like those little wiggly caterpillars and stuff. And like all the kids that were playing the machine were like, you know, 12 to like 20, 20 years old. And we're like, I looked at a million. I'm like, this is not going to fly here. You know, they're just buying they're, If they're, if they're playing it, they're just playing it because it's a claw machine, but they're not trying to really win anything that's in there that they want. So we ended up completely switching the machine around and we went up to a dollar because we were at 50 cents. And then we ended up putting in stuff that they'd want to win. A lot of Pokemon, a lot of, you know, the purses and the things like that, that they, Yeah. So do you think by upping at the dollar that you've added value to what you have in the machine? You perceive it as those items are worth a dollar versus, oh, here's 50 cents. I think that a lot of times how you price stuff plays a huge mind game with people. Yeah. Like I tried yeah. doing the $2 win every time and it's harder to pull the $2 out of a mom's purse than just doing a dollar and have it be like every other time that it's strong right. enough. Right. But um, I think that like, if you can like with the stickers, a lot of people are still doing tattoos and stickers for 50 cents. But in my mind, I, I mean, I'm, I think they're doing a little better with uh, the up, but I think that you're adding value by having it priced 
a little higher. Yeah. Like you. Well, I think that what we ended up doing is we learned it from, from David, and he's the one that taught me um, from Extreme Vending because he, he's been doing a dollar since forever. And, and we started at 50 cents because the first prizes that we got were like these really cheap prizes. And so I told Amelia, because that's all we could afford like when we got it, they came with our machines and they were like poppers and stuff. And then actually it was a free mix that we got with them. Um, actually, it wasn't free, but that's what came with the machines. And so I told her, we can't charge a dollar for this. Like they're not worth that. And so we started a mall at 50 cents because that's what we had. And then when we ordered the stuff from Eva and we got all those prizes and stuff and I'm like finally we can charge more so what we ended up doing is like we switched every machine except for the one at Logan's because we have the Galaxy that's a dollar so we left the little one at 50 cents with the little cheap toys in it and then we have the bigger one with the you know dollar stuff in it but our our sales went up like 30 to 50 percent when we went up to a dollar and put in cooler prizes so it worked out for us but what we ended up doing is we went inexpensive prizes and then we went nicer prizes and then we sprinkled more of the inexpensive and then you know so we kind of like david calls it like making a cake but like that's kind of what we did is i talked about that in my seminar yeah 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 and it, yeah, yeah. and like you did, and like we, and Amelia does what she's what I I, sh- I told her about what you said. So she makes sure they're all facing forward, and like she's very good at it now. She's gotten it down, but that's how we kind of make up the difference in the price. So we end up making a little more money because we do have some inexpensive prizes in there that they might still win, but it also feels kind of fills the space up a little bit. And so it's like cutting so. it. I do that in bulk too. Yeah. So like on my yeah. fidget mix, I don't buy a fidget mix from a company i buy the products i want in my fidget mix and then i mix it yourself so that way i have more control over what my price of that mix is versus someone telling me oh this is a 50 cent mix oh this is a 75 cent mix and it's like i want to do a dollar mix but i want to have a good value but i also can't be giving away the house right and, and that's so what that's that, what we that's did what, that's, that's exactly what we did yeah. well, you told me you told me that when i was ordering the stuff from eva and that's what i ordered and then that's what i told you they were doing out in the garage was just pulling a little bit of this and a little bit yeah. of that throwing in there making their own mix and and she enjoyed well her and sam enjoy doing that more than than getting something already mixed anyways so like you know it's, it works out really and well. then they're out. putting their stamp on it yeah Hundred percent. That it gives you ownership. It sets you apart from other people. Um, I think that that's super important, especially like if you had a lot of competition. Like being able to be like, you know, I'll I can put what you like. I can make it fit your location. Or like if the theme of the of the mini is like under the sea, having some under the sea stuff in there. And just, like, really, like, putting your, like, I don't know. I think the customer appreciates that. Well, she has a little bag that she has just boba in. That she, when we go to the boba shop, she has, she brings that inside. And she puts extra boba in those machines and stuff. And the people go nuts for it. Like, they think it's the cool. So she's got it all, she's got it all worked out. She's doing really well. I'm very proud of her. She's doing really good. 
So I'm excited to actually so, get to meet her next year. <laughs> next year she's going to be. I'm, I'm about to drive down this summer to. I, just so I, can, I have a feeling we should meet in the middle somewhere because I know I'd love for her to meet you too. I think it'd be great. So if you could have any superpower, what would it be? Um, so I've been giving this a lot of thought because <laughs> this is something I have never really contemplated, which I know is weird. Um, I think it would be invisibility. I've heard that one I, so far. I've heard that one. Why? Yeah, I I don't really like to like I like to be a chameleon. I like to just like when I go service, I I wear like Nike stuff and I don't like to draw a lot of attention to myself. I you know, I wear my work pants with knee pads in them and I just kind of like go in there, do my thing and and get out. Yeah. And it would be great if I could just be invisible and just pull the money and load the machine and go to my car and then come back and pay the commission and just just right. have it appear for them. That's a good one. Nice. Good one. Nice. Yeah. So I think that would be uh, what I would want. I was gonna I was gonna send you a picture of um you were talking about uh pricing your two cranes yes and yes. next that were next to each other and i have one that i'm pretty proud of okay you can edit okay. this part no 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 what i'll do is um no, no, what i'll do is send it to me and then i'll put it actually up on the video put it actually up on the video so people can okay. see it so people can see it i should have had it ready i didn't even think about it till you That's mentioned. all right send it to me and i'll pop it up there for everybody I'll pop it up there for everybody so what is one idea what that experts idea say that experts in our field that you disagree with? So I dis I disagree with um, people saying that the quarter has a very, very short life uh, left in it. Um, I very much think that There'll probably be some le legislation to make it so that you can't discriminate on what type of um, money is used. Um, mm -hmm. There's only, I think it's eight now states that have laws on it. I know Oregon's not one of them right now. That you have to take cash. And so Oregon can say cards only. Um, but I know that, like, New York is one. There's, like I said, eight. And um, I think there'll be more, I hope. Um, I mean, there is the other side of it in that they're trying, the Fed's trying the uh, digital payments. Um, but I, I think that the quarter has a longer life than what a lot of people in our industry think. Because yeah. I know that a few of them are like, oh, and... In four years, it's gone. No. And I think it's going to be it's going to be longer than that. And I think yeah. it's going to be it could be like 10, 15, but I don't think that it's free. Right. Because they were saying that 10 years ago. Yeah, I know they were. That's why I was going to say, too. So how do you deal with rude or unhappy rude business or owners? Unhappy. And do you have a story about it? You kind of told one. Kind of told one. So that's one. Um, 
I, I really work hard in general in life to just be a good person. And uh, so I don't have a ton of bad stories. Um, I, I think that that lady at the Mexican restaurant was probably the worst. I have had yeah. one buffet that got a little handsy with money, too. Um, and I have had some places break into machines. I have a place that I still have that they put their own locks on my spiral. And, uh, yeah. Really? And, uh, really? yeah, pretty nice of them. Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah. well, you didn't come this month. So we decided that we wanted to put our own key or our own lock on it. So when we needed quarters, we could just open up the machine. And so I switched out the spiral and put a different one in with a higher security lock on it. Um, because I, I, normally, I would have just pulled it. Yeah. But this place does. Yeah. So it does <laughs> decent. Yeah, so yeah. I didn't want to just like say screw you but it came very close to it so let's say my special so power was teleportation power and i could teleport to your house right now with the camera what would i find in your fridge yeah, so my fridge in my kitchen yeah so yeah. my parents live upstairs and i have the basement uh-huh um uh -huh. i basically only have beverages in my fridge because oh. i cook in their oh. kitchen um, so right now there's like there's a lot of seafood. Ooh. Um, because we just because you're in Oregon. The coast. Oregon. Yeah. So we Black. always have crab. Um, but I have Red Bull. I have like every beverage you could ever want in my fridge. Nice. Um, but yeah. Very cool. I basically drink water and Red Bull. But there's a lot of other ones. That are <laughs> <laughs> For when other people come over. So what is, what do you think your favorite part of the business is and what's your least favorite part of the business? So my least favorite part is paperwork. My also least favorite is um, fixing cranes. My favorite, I mean, it kind of goes along with my summer. I love merchandising. I love finding the new thing like we talked about um i i'd say that's those are my favorite things i i love merchant i like fixing folk so yeah. i hate fixing yeah. cranes but i love i sometimes it kind of makes me happy when something's n that sounds weird but i i love fixing bulk it just like it's so satisfying because it's like, I know I can easily yeah. fix this. It's something yeah. stupid. Some kid put something like in the mech or like, I don't know, one of the prongs of the wheel is like missing. So it needs a new wheel or just like, I don't know. I just, I love solving problems, but not with cranes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we like we just got those new cranes from Grant. They're, they're new old cranes. We got a toy, um, toy soldier and a and a big choice. 
and we know nothing about big cranes. So we we've had to learn the hard way really quickly about big cranes and like the little ones. I mean, you know, they're really easy to fix. I mean, and take apart and stuff. But the big stuff is like a whole different ball game. So we're learning the hard way about that. But they're really. They're not that hard. I think the hardest thing for me is that, you know, you're leaning in and over and around. And so, like, I'm old and I can't, I can't really well, you reach. You go from the front to the side, usually. The front yeah, to the and it's side. like, yeah, that stuff. Yeah, that stuff gets to me but as far as like it's been pretty easy fixes but it's it's a lot of movement that i can't really do very much anymore so well a lot of the newer big cranes aren't like that no 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 it's the older ones i have a lot of smart cranes and so there is the old because they're all the older stuff with dip switches yeah um yeah it really helped i took the betson class it's really over it's expensive uh, but I think knowledge is priceless, and I did learn a lot on being able to fix those kind of cranes. I would love to, so take, that, love to take that because that's what yeah. ours are basically. So they so they uh, have it right before the NDVA show. It's oh. like it, it's like a couple days before it, so you might look into it. Actually, there are a lot. In the like Sacramento area or in LA, they do usually do um, those classes a couple times a year. I did not know that. I'm gonna have to look into that because yeah, so I mean, look up you know, Edson University. Yeah, because there was yeah because there was, you know like there's just little things you just don't know and and like Grant was like like Grant was like because we were, it was set for fifty cents when we got the machine so wherever the location was they had before it was at fifty cents and we wanted it a dollar yeah and so he's like, oh, we need to fix so the like, oh, dip switches or whatever. And he's like, I'm like, okay, I'm ready to go. And he goes, well, yeah, did you unplug it or turn it off? And I said, no. And he's like, unplug it and turn it off or, you know, turn it off or unplug it. And I'm like, why? And he goes, because you can't be flipping dip switches with the machine on. You need to turn the machine off, flip the switches and turn them back on. And you could fry your motherboard. I'm like, like I would have never known or thought about any of that stuff without him. And I mean, well, I could believe you in know. my class, there were people that were like in the industry for a long time, and they're like, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. that's the proper way to yeah. do that. And it's like, well, I'm glad that I took this early on so that you know, well, I I'm glad I have Grant, well, otherwise, I mean, I would have, I could have fried it, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I, it's so, yeah. The nice thing about those though is you could just pull the board and put a new board on, it's a pain in the butt. But, but you got to buy a new board. You, you know what I mean? Board. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. those boards probably last quite a long time, I'm guessing. They probably don't go bad very often. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know how expensive they are. But, like, he was nice enough. I mean, he sent us like extra five. claws. He sent us extra coin mechs. He sent us extra boards. I mean, oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, he was super great. I mean, Grant's awesome. So, yes. If you had a time machine, what would you do with it? Would you go forward and would you go or would you go backwards? I would probably go back. And I I think that I would have started my route when I was in high school. Ah. And I think that I would also my dad didn't do sticker machines. And in the 90s those were like hand yeah. over fist people making yeah. money. 
Oh yeah. And I yeah. I wish that we would have had sticker machines in the nineties. And so I think I would probably go back and add sticker machines to each one of his locations, especially during that time period, because he had like uh, family bargain centers where these huge stores. Oh yeah. And so I probably would have done that. That's awesome. Relating to vending. Right, right, that, right. That would be right, my right. vending time machine. <laughs> nice. So what advice? Or try to like get the lottery numbers, get some lottery numbers, you know. I think that I still would want to be in this business, even if I did win the lottery. I think I'd, I just love it so much. Like, I'm having so much fun, and the people that I've met, and I'd still want to do this. I mean, I, you know, I would just quit my normal job and do this for fun, you know what I mean? Because I wish I could do this for fun, and this would be my normal job. I just job. wish that it was easier to move. Yeah. The nice thing is you can travel, because yeah. your machines are still making yeah. money, but... You can't really move if you yeah. want to move. That's true. Yeah, you can't exactly pick up and move your whole route. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. So what advice would you give to new or even older business owners or vendors who are starting or are in this business that you've learned that you think people should know? Oh, the list is so long. Um <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, start it. <laughs> uh, so, some of the things we mentioned earlier, like, um, not always the best idea to get into a lot of the same kind of locations, like chains and different things. I know that you, you've had success with them, but it's not like you have 100 of them or 130 of them. Yeah. Um, I also yeah. would recommend um, making friends with the vendors around you. Um, not every vendor is nice uh, in that. our industry. Definitely not. Um, I know you're familiar with that. Um, but there are a lot of really nice people. And I I think that my life would be a lot different if I hadn't reached out to a lot of the people in my area. Um, and I, it's paid me back tenfold by doing that, um, especially when they've had issues or... Um, this older guy that was up in Seattle area, his machine got broken into. So I was able to like kind of salvage it and let him know because the regal that it was at, they weren't going to contact him. And so I was able to like, I knew he had this certain kind of lock. So I put a lock on it um, and I had the manager like take the money that was still in there and put it in the safe. And so like by doing those little things, I feel like you're putting money in the bank for karma, but you're also yeah. creating someone that's going to be an ally and looking out for your equipment. Yeah. Um, and I also think yeah. that it kind of is similar with the employees at a location. I think if you um, are nice to the employees, if you see that, you know, they have kids, like give them something to give their kids and just mention, Hey, you know, will you keep an eye on my machines? Like, by doing those little things, like, it buys you time in the location that you, I mean, it buys you time later on because yeah. you're not going to have as many things broken. You're going to have someone watching out for your machine so it's not going to get stolen. Um, uh, what are other things? 
getting a good vehicle to do servicing um, is huge. And don't just be like, oh, I'll get one in like five years. Why not just get one? Um, yeah. I mean, you want to make sure that you yeah. want to be in this industry because it's not this industry is not for everyone. And people think that it's going to be easy. Um, but you are going to get back problems. You just are going to you not always be happy with being on the road. And um, you just you, before you get into it, you want to make sure it's something you love. Yeah. And yeah. so, yeah, those are my. Those are my big things on what I wish I would have known. And I love this industry, but there are a lot of times when it is very hard. And so, like like I said earlier, creating that network that you can reach out to that will give you a boost. Like, hey, guess how much money I made today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I found three locations today. How many did you find? Um, yeah. So, like, yeah. having that... Um, a little bit of competition is, I think, a good thing. I'm I'm very competitive. You said that you're not very competitive. I am very competitive. And so having people that challenge you, um, I think, is critical for keeping the ball rolling, especially since it's just me, usually. I do have, I do hire someone to help me um, every once in a while. Um, and she keeps me motivated, too, sometimes. Are like, oh, how many can we get done today? Yeah. Um, but yeah. um, I don't know. Those those are my that's my list of. No, those are good. And there was two that that I think are really important of those. I mean, they're all really important, but two that kind of touched me because they both recently happened to us. And and one of them was I we went to the mall near us and. We went in there and somebody had some of those mega mini machines that were, you know, the ones that you get from China that that David uses. And there was like they're all over the mall because she wanted to go into the pho place because she wanted to have that location because she has another pho place and she wanted the one in the mall. And I'm like, well, it looks like somebody's already in here, you know, and um, I couldn't find a number on the machine or anything. And because um, I figured, you know, I'll call them and just tell them. You know, do you care for we go into the pho place? Because we don't, I don't want to, you know, I mean, I don't really need to do that. But yeah. I, I said, we probably should because maybe, you know, I don't know. I don't want to step on anybody's toes and all of a sudden we pop a machine somewhere near somebody else. And because he's in the main area of the mall. And I couldn't find a phone number or anything. And the next day I was on the Discord and I got this message. And it said, um, like the title of the message was like, I think you're near me here or something like that. And the message, <laughs> sure enough, the guy went to the pho place that we have in town and saw our machine there. And he's in the discord and he watches all our videos, and whatever, and saw her machine. And he goes, he goes, I'm 20 minutes from you. And I said, how crazy is it that in our discord of what is it now? 1400 people or something. Now we're almost to 1500 that you're 20 minutes from me like that's just insane to me like across the whole united states that here's this guy that's 20 and he goes i love you guys he's like i watch all your videos he's got he goes I, but he goes i've been doing this almost three years he's like i have like 50 locations and he says i'm all in this area right near you 
And I said, you know, it's so funny. We saw your machines. And I said, you know, I told her, I said, we got to call this guy because I don't want to just drop a machine in the felt place. He goes, he goes, you guys can go in the felt place. We don't care. And I'm like, well, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to upset you. And he goes, no, man. He goes, he goes, there's more than enough to go around. He's like, I'm a police officer, and and he goes, so I I know all everybody in the community. He's like, if you ever need anything, call me. He goes, I'll watch out for your machines. And I'm like, how cool is that? You know what I mean? Like, because he could have been like the other guy that we had that we went into a place and upset this guy and whatever, and, and like a whole other vendor that we dealt with. Oh yeah, yeah. And the exact opposite situation that we had, which we got permission, and then the other person was upset. And, I think that's mostly because that other guy was a amusement guy yeah he was and he's got a bunch of these restaurants up and down and he's got a contract and we didn't know we just asked and they said yes and we came in and and so but anyways but this guy was like the nicest guy and we're like that is so cool he's like he goes i've actually messaged you before and asked you questions about stuff and he goes you've been super helpful and i said i had no idea you were 20 minutes from my house I said, that is so cool. And he's like, no, it's great. And, and he's like, you know, hey, I'm doing this event next weekend. You should come by and see my booth. And, you know, I'm like, I'd love to, you know. And so Amelia and I are going to go see him this weekend. And, but it's just like having those relationships. He's like, if I ever see anything or I have a spot that I think would be good for you, I'll let you know. And I said, same here. And, you know, and I said, I'm just going to tell you the locations from now on that we're going to go to to ask so then we're not both asking you know and i said or, you know if you've already been there then you can fill me in or whatever but it was just it was great and so i think that's a huge one i think that is just if you see machines near you pick up the phone and call the people and just say hey i'm also here and if you need anything i'll help you and you could you know definitely do what you did and help somebody out i thought that was so cool and then yeah, it can get it can get messy, so you want to make sure that you have a line that you're like, you know, we share information but not too much information. Right. But right. yeah, that's it it's night and day as far as like you know that if you share a location, they have a, they'll keep an eye out on yours or like I have the guy that I've been buying out. I have a few locations where we both have equipment and I'll be like, "Hey Tim, your yeah. uh your yeah. toy explosion is completely empty what you doing? <laughs> right. and he he right. like services way more often than i do but it's just funny because i love giving him a bad time like what are you slacking like but yeah well that's so. what this guy said is he that's said he goes he works he got into day shift and he said he goes so i just he goes i have to drive around he goes i've got to be parked at certain locations anyways throughout the day and do my route and so he goes i just go and check out my machines and you know do my route and go say hi to everybody and i'm like that's so cool man and he's like he goes he goes why he probably no? shouldn't be admitting that he's no, using no, but i mean like he was and he's like because he goes i have a lot of free time you know he goes i just basically yeah. that's what I do is we just drive around so he's like i make friends with all these people and i go visit them and and he said he goes, you know, he goes, I actually go into that parking lot where your foot place is every Friday at like 11 o'clock. I'm there anyways. He goes, if you want me to check on your machine for you, I will or collect and, and send it to you or whatever. And I'm like, no, that's cool. And I'm like, that's really cool. And he, goes, he goes, I know you got NIAX on your machine. So he goes, I know you know how much you're making. I'm not going to cheat you. And I go, well, I don't think the police are going to steal my money. You know what I mean? Like, So, but yeah. it was just really cool. I'm like, that's so cool. I told Amelia, I'm like, isn't that awesome? She's like, that is cool. Because he was doing like. He's my dad, like my dad has a couple um, laundry mats that are owned by a police officer, and he services my dad's kitty rides. 
he just sends my dad a check every couple months. Oh, that's cool. They don't they don't make much, but like right. But yeah. Well, the other thing you touched on too, which is kind of a sad subject for us, is that we had a Prius. And we were getting like 68 miles a gallon on our Prius, and we loved that. That was our collection vehicle, and we wrecked it just before Christmas. We got in a wreck, and and so we've been sad because we're trying to find another car. So that's another thing that I wish we had because we've been driving an Acadia around, and it's horrible gas mileage. So get yourself like David got an electric car, two of them actually, and he's like, it's the best thing I ever did. He goes, I don't know how much money I've saved on gas. So, so I, I carry so much weight that I, I have to, so my van was totaled in December on December 5th and I still haven't gotten the check from the insurance. Oh no. So what do you, what are you collecting? What are you collecting? So, uh, for um, almost two months, they rented me a car. And then after that, they're like, unless you want one, you, you get to pay it. Um, or if you want one, you have to pay for it. Um, I was in a Chevy Bolt, <laughs> literally the smallest car that is yeah. on the market. Well, it's not yeah. in the market anymore. They don't make them, but, um, I loved it, but literally we like shoved plush. I only did cranes with it because you can't yeah. really do bulk locations with it, but we were like filling the back seat with plush, um, and ducks and stuff to go fill cranes. Right. But right now I'm using my dad's van when he's not using it. So it's a little difficult. I'm like moving show stuff out and then moving it back in and then moving it out. So it's been annoying. But we're we're trucking along. Nice. It sounds like us. I'm either going to get a Sprinter or a Transit. I don't know which one. Ooh, nice. Ooh, nice. Yeah, those are really nice. Yeah, those are really nice. Well, I had a, I don't know if. They make an electric one. The it's too um the battery is isn't um have a long enough charge. Oh like I wouldn't be able to go a whole day without having to sit for a couple hours. Yeah. Well now they charge uh, like I had a police. Now, now they charge in like thirty minutes. You could eat lunch. <laughs> you know, charge that's it. true. That's <laughs> true. Go, dude, the second half. But don't you think it would it would get less because I carry so much weight? No, because those are designed no, those to are designed. carry. I'll have to look into it. My brother was like, he's all about all the new cars and stuff, and he's like, if you were gonna do it, you should wait like two years. Well, I don't know. I, I think you're well, stupid if you don't know. buy an electric car nowadays. Because to me, like, I, don't, I mean, we are getting, yeah. we are saving hundreds of dollars a month with our Prius. And it was nice. My because, mom's Tesla nice comes in next week. Ooh, nice. She's probably been waiting for that for like two years, right? Uh, six months. Oh, that's not bad. It used to be a two-year wait yeah. for those things. Nice. Well, wait, you, you probably see them all the time on I-5. Mm-hmm. They're just like mm-hmm. truckloads of yeah. Teslas coming up. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy because it was two years. That's what we were looking at before we got the Prius. We wanted a Tesla, and then it was like couldn't get them. It was a two-year wait. We're like, oh, well, I guess we're not getting that then. So, so what do you think is for you next? What's your next big thing you're working on, or what do you see as you doing next? Um. 
That's next so for my Gen goal Gen is to add like 40 either minis or magic uh, keys to my route. Um, and I would say within, I would like to have that done within the next six months. Nice. So uh, my problem isn't finding the locations. It's like getting them ready and out. That's my biggest thing. Because um, I'm great at locating. Yeah. Um, I just yeah. don't have the time. Like, I'll get spot, like, I'll get bulk spots. And I'm like, I really don't want to set up a machine right yeah. now. Like, I just need to go collect. I've noticed, I mean, it's just me, but like the first one that I got, the first mini that we got, well, over a year ago now, it took, it was a lot to get it out. Like it was a lot to set it up and the wire or Nyax, which came later, but um, like to get, to get it set up and ready and to figure it all out took a long time. And we just got in all those, those galaxies from Grant and it was like, 10 minutes 15 minutes i mean you know then you like to unsnip everything set it all up throw the plush in there go inside and then set up my settings and it was ready oh yeah the screw in the top because it has that little marquee on the top you have to screw it so maybe 30 minutes and it was ready to go on on location like not even like because we still had it in the cardboard and we delivered it there took the cardboard off and like and it was done. So I think that they're. Don't you think that the coin thing underneath is so annoying to get on there? Because don't you have yes. the coins go into? And the it's bottom? even worse on the galaxy because it has two of them right next to each other. Two of them right next to. Oh. Yeah. So it's worse. So that actually took Sam probably because he. I shouldn't say. Well, if you were just by yourself, then I should say thirty, but forty-five minutes because Sam worked on to getting those quarters in for fifteen minutes before he could get them both in there. Because they're right next to each other, so the one that's inside, you know, you lift it up and you got to stick the quarter in there. You can't get to it very easily. So what he actually figured out, which was smart. Oh, I'm talking about the. The little diverter in the bottom of the mini, so that you're not pulling, getting the coins from the drawer. Like, do you you guys take the money out of the drawer though, don't you? No, some we do, some we don't. So the ones that we collect longer time, you know, like that we wait longer, it goes down to the trough in the very bottom. The ones that we go, because like someone we have to go every week or every two weeks, otherwise, because they just, I mean, it just. They're so busy. They're so, so um, yeah. So, um, but the other ones, yes, like grocery stores and stuff, we have it go down to the trough in the very bottom. So, you just take out that little metal plate and it just falls through. So, what part are you talking about that's hard to get? Oh, so the new one, the new one that I just got, the ocean one, it has a different uh, size container, and so you have to. You, there's this like thing that diverts it down into the trough. Oh. Oh. And so you have to like hold it in there, and then I have a long nut driver, and I'm able to like get two of the three screws. Oh, I the see. The second one I did, I had Alicia hold it, tip it, so you and got see. down and. So you could see. Yeah. But it still took me a while to get that because I kept dropping the. Yeah. The nuts and stuff, but yeah. 
That's something new then. They didn't have that on before on the, the golden houses. You just, in the drawer, it just you just unscrewed the four. Yeah, you just pull that out. And then fell right through, just like the candy machines ones. So it was easy. Like, I, we didn't have to do anything to it. Um, and then, and the one so thing. So I recommend I, buying a long uh, extension for your nut driver. Yeah. And then magnetize your <laughs> uh, socket. Yeah. And, uh or nut driver and it'll be a lot easier and then i also really like my little rigid compact drill because it starts when you press when you have pressure oh so that's neat it only oh, will like start turning when it is gonna on make it. contact and start on screwing it on wow so We've had to learn, we learned from Grant, actually. He's taught us, he gave me a list of tools. So, like, his favorite tools that he got, he, like, sent me a whole Amazon list. of. He goes, you need this, 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 and this. And he goes, you're set. Those are the things you need. And so, like, there's things that I didn't I did a have. seminar on it one year. Did he really? Oh, my God, it was awesome. Like, dude, that's the best tool ever. You know, I wish I would have known. But, like, there's so many little parts from my big, my big fat hands, like, won't get inside there. And luckily, Amelia, you know, she has little ones, but she can't tighten anything because her fingers aren't, aren't strong, but they're small. You know what I mean? So, like... We get the combination of just get it started and then I'll then I'll wrench you know I'll, <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like we have to do it like a team but anyways so yeah so we learned that too but it's it, I don't know and then always I, carrying it, a pocket I, I always carry a pocket knife on me that has a screwdriver um my one that I have right now has a screwdriver and a scissors oh nice. Like a and a, um, I used to always carry a um, a sorry, I just spaced um, not a wrench, not, whatever. I there's a few tools that I always make sure that I have with me, and usually on my person. So I always make sure I have my pocket knife and this other tool that I can't even think of right now. The best tool that I just bought, that I just that, bought. and it's only because we've never done them before, and I didn't even think about needing it, was Sam and I, uh, Grant sent us a bunch of extra rubber balls that he had, you know, those Nambi balls, because we didn't have any. And I ordered some, but mine hadn't shown up yet. So he sent me a bunch, and we had to put them in the bigger machines to fill the space so we could, you know, just to – because I didn't have a lot of plush to get started. So we kind of – so we went to Harbor Freight, and they had the best thing ever. Because we were going to buy one of those ones you plug into the car to air up the balls, you know? And they actually make one that is battery-powered. It's their red – whatever and you put the battery on it and you just pull the trigger and you can blow up them like anywhere you want so like they went to the we went inside the diner where you know like they're blowing up all these balls and i'm like this is the best thing ever and then like you bought the bigger battery you got like a nut driver or like a impact drill with it for free and we're sort of like we got a free impact driver and we're so me and sam were just so excited we're like so they was it there in like their faces like they were just so excited to blow up these balls they thought that was the coolest thing that we had you know so that was my tool of and it was only twenty four dollars for the, the the tool and then i think the battery was 60 but you got the free 
impact driver. So really, it only came out to like a hundred bucks for everything. But like, I was like, that's the best hundred bucks I've ever spent because we would have been in the car, like trying to blow up, you know, plugged in the cigarette lighter. Do you have a tool kit? Like, do you use a certain kind of tool, like a rigid or like a Ryobi or? We have. I've always had Dewalt, have, and so like my impact so, like, my and my drill were always Dewalt. And the last set I bought, I was really depressed because I bought like it was a kit with an you know an impact and then a um and a drill. And for some reason, the Dewalt drill never tightens down fully, like on the drill bits. So you end up screwing like a little bit. Still have those batteries though. Still have the batteries. Yeah. Still have the batteries. Because the Dewalt uh. Air inflator is really good. Oh really? Oh, well, I already yeah. bought. So one is the. Yeah, well, you already got you already got one. Yeah. But when oh. that one wears yeah. out because it's Harbor Freight, yeah. I love Harbor Freight, but yeah. for certain things. Look at, or the Milwaukee one. Okay. So my friend has like every type, and so I've gotten to try all the different air compressors for the knobby balls because usually that's what i get stuck blowing up at his arcades right and one time i even had a pump where i had to pump oh, up the freaking oh, never again um but the the milwaukee one and the dewalt one are really good nice. i have a ryobi one i didn't even know dewalt made one and, and i just went in there we went in there just to buy like one of those you know, like they make them for cars. You just plug in the cigarette lighter and one. I'm like, let's just get one of those. They're probably cheap. And then we saw that and we're like, that's like the best thing ever. Because I go, you can actually take yeah, it inside. Awesome. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, and it wasn't real loud. And so I said, you know, because there was nobody around us. And I'm like, but if, even if we're in a place, I told him, I said, just stick them, stick it inside of the claw machine and like kind of close the doors a little bit and just, you know, blow them up real fast. <laughs> Your own sound booth. Yeah, a little sound booth inside there. And he started laughing. He's like, oh, dad, you're the best. I go, well, I go, you know, I go, it's just so cool. We were so excited. It's the little things that you get excited about. But we have a lot of fun. The kids have a lot of fun. And, like, the oldest son, he he goes with us now, too. But he he just goes to eat. You know, he just wants to come and eat the food. And so he gets all excited because he goes to Logan. He gets all the good food and stuff. So, or Boba or whatever. That's what my brother is about. Or whatever. My yeah. my brother would be like, oh, just like call me when you're almost done. <laughs> like if he knows we're gonna eat at the place, right? Be like, when you're almost right. done, give me a call and I'll meet you there. Yep, that sounds about yeah. like the oldest one too. Yeah. So, <laughs> any final thoughts you want to leave with our viewers? With our viewers. Uh, just just be kind and enjoy enjoy vending it's it can be a really great business um it's not it's definitely not for everyone it's a lot of work and a lot more work than a lot of people think it's going to be um and don't expect it to just be a side hustle it can be but it's it's not i mean it can start out that way maybe but it's not and um uh, join the NBVA. Um, definitely a great organization. Um, there's a lot of really experienced people, and it's a good time. There's there's a lot of fun things, and um, I'm working on the 
the new member binder that I need to send out. Um, so if you have things you want to learn about in the comments, put some things you want to learn about in bulk vending and I can maybe add that to our our binder um, that new members get. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us. Well, thanks for joining us. Say goodbye to everybody. Goodbye. Bye, Jen Man. Thank you, Jen. I had fun. Yay. Yay. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys. Bye. For